everybody <laughs> and welcome back to nostalgia entertainment system the premier podcast about nostalgia by nostalgia for nostalgia sorry <laughs> i just had to make some uh adjustments there so i just yelled that out there and- okay roll it again okay here we go oh, no. no the whole song it is a no. good song but i don't want to hear it twice in a row wow really Sorry, Drew. Damn, shots fired. I mean, I don't know of any songs really that I like to listen to twice in a row. Not even a Jeff Rosenstock song? There probably are some that I would. Well, no, probably not twice in a row. That's ridiculous. What are you talking about? Uh, That's ridiculous. I listen to the same songs over and over again all the time. (laughs) Well, wait, but do you like put like one song yeah, on repeat? Yeah. yeah, sometimes. Oh, wow. That's I'm really into that song. That's wild. I, I can't do that. Wow. I sometimes will want to, but then I know that the second I do, I'm going to not like that song anymore. Mm. You know what I want to do? Uh-oh. He's unzipping his pants. Well, no. Hey, what hey. do you want to do, Josh? I want to go to patreon.com slash nostalgia entertainment system and support the show. That's what I want to do. All right. I get that. Maybe that was, I should sign up. That was a little, little uh, really sh- flat you in just, the room. You just shoved that in there, huh? Yeah. Okay. You should get, you get, you gotta like a, you know, come up with a commercial. Get like a, you need like a Patreon commercial. I mean, we really just in. need people to listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> That's mostly what it is that we just need more people. We're in the, right now we are in the dip. We are officially in, we are officially in the dip. What is the dip? Yeah, like people dip? Are, are not excited about it anymore? Uh, numbers wise, yes. Mm. Uh, fr- September through January, we had seen pretty consistent like like numbers like go up. It's like, oh, pretty nice. And then February has been like, oh, okay. So now we're in the dip and episodes aren't even hitting like 20 listens. Hmm. So, so somebody should say something shocking. Caitlin, tell us something shocking. About your life or someone else's? I had three uh, suckers today. That is kind of shocking. (laughs) Is that true? I'm I'm sure that's true. That's a lot of candy. I so I ordered. uh, Well, we should we should introduce this. We're still we still got to abide by podcast rules. Oh my god! Okay, I'm Caitlin Salem and I'm Josh's girlfriend. Yeah, I had. You also have our highest listened episode. Oh, I think really. Yeah, yeah. Because probably because my mom watched listened to it like. (laughs) I don't know how many times she actually listened to it, but she listened to it once at least. Wow. But uh, yeah, you bought Chupa Chups. I bought Chupa Chups. You know what Chupa Chups are, Paul? No, I have no idea. Okay, well, we'll show you after this. But uh, And they came in like a really neat um, like display thing, like something that you would see at like a store where they... Have you ever seen those trees at stores where they it's just like a bunch of suckers stuck into it? They have so like, like the yellow circle on the like the very end of it, which is a Chupa Chups logo. I thought I knew what you guys were talking about, <laughs> but I don't anymore. Just like the 
I don't know. It's like it, it's a it's a cylinder that you would see at the grocery store, and there's lollipops sticking out of it. But you have to buy them individually. The only cylinder I accept lollipops from are the bank when I go with my mom. Mm. Oh, dum dums. Yeah, dum dums are, are great. Li- these are considerably better than they dum-dums. are way better. They're so good, and the ones that I have are they're called the Cremosa ones. It's a it's a Mexican oh, company. So like everything is, if you look at the labeling, there's the label, there's like the flavors in English and in Spanish, uh, which is, I think where the Cremosa name comes from, but there's like, I I think it's Spanish chocolate and cream and strawberry and cream and mango and which I feel like is a little bit weird. Uh, and then just regular strawberry. Wait, mango's weird. Yeah. Yeah, Why is the mango the weird one? I don't know. Cause I feel like. That's not a traditional sucker flavor. I wouldn't consider chocolate. To like me. I would be like, if if I had a cho- if I had a chocolate sucker, a and a strawberry sucker, like the other one would maybe be like vanilla or banana, would fit in with those flavors. If I'm categorizing hmm. flavors for like standard candy flavors, <laughs> I feel like mango doesn't really fit in there. It's more of like a tropical flavor. I feel like it fits in more than chocolate would. I, I am inclined to agree with Josh oh, okay. in this, but I've got, uh, I can't get into this sucker beef because I've got other beef with suckers that <laughs> I'd like to tell you about. Yeah, please do. <laughs> I don't think they need to have a stick. Is sucking on candy really that exhausting that you need to take a break? Sometimes. I don't think when so. When you have three of them. <laughs> oh, are you putting them all in the mouth at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> One after the other. Your mouth gets tired. <laughs> I feel like I would be uh, worried about choking on it. How big are these suckers? I guess I I don't I'm I'm talking like dum dums. Well, like the size of a quarter, if it was a sphere, like the diameter of a quarter. Okay, chupa yeah, chupa chups are. They're not as small as dum. They're yeah, not, they're they're yeah. larger. They're larger where I think that would warrant smaller ones. I would agree with. Like why 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 would you need why would you need a stick? Also, you know the worst part about suckers is when the stick is paper, and then you just end up getting a bunch of like wet paper in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll eat the paper. <laughs> you know chupa chups are premium, and this is just sounds like an ad for chupa chups, but and I wish it so, was. Uh, chupa chups stick is not paper; it's, it's plastic. plastic, and it's also got like a little divot in it, so it. You like blow in it and it and it's hollow. I should mention that too. <laughs> There's a divot in it and it's hollow. So you could blow in it and it's like a whistle when you're done. That's kind of cool. Oh, it does it is a whistle? I don't know if it's actually a whistle, oh, but it, I, it I, makes I, a sound when you blow oh. in it like a whistle does. Wait, I think it would be totally prudent to go get one of your sticks and blow the sound into the microphone. <laughs> I want to hear it and I think the listeners do too. Yeah, we do. Should I go grab one? Yeah. I'll have to like find it in the trash. Oh, okay. well, if it's a tr- in the trash, maybe you shouldn't. I don't know. No, she's already she's already <laughs> getting up. On my desk. <sighs> ah, go go go. Um, now it's just you and me. Yeah, there's one on her desk. Wow, we're gonna hear this sound, and so are you. I don't know if you remember, but I remember when uh when I said that like you know sometimes you get a sucker and you get a little plastic stick like these ones, and it kind of becomes a toy. I, I do kind of remember yeah, that. Yeah, I played around with these plastic sticks yesterday. Oh, Just okay. chewing on it. So this is what you guys are doing these days. Yeah, yeah we we eat suckers and then chew on the sticks. <laughs> yeah. <after>. Okay. <laughs> okay. This has, like, it still has some sucker stuck. 
Oh, lucky in the you. Hole, so I don't know if it's going <laughs> I don't know if it's going to work it's, very well, but the hollow bit is a flavor saver. No. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> Not sorry, sorry folks. That's okay. some nice ASMR no, though. No, no whistle. Uh, I've got a little unplanned segment here. Oh, can I wait? I have one question, real yeah, quick. Yeah, go which for it. I don't know if you want to go first or I should. I was just going to ask if either of you guys. I said that like a drunk guy. I was just going. <laughs> I was just going to ask if either of you guys have ever had one of those big, oversized lollipops that, like in cartoons, little boys would have with their papas. Yes, I. I have had giant lollipop. I don't think I have. I think I got it at. Somewhere where there was like just a candy shop, you know, like sometimes in big malls or I don't know, just like certain towns have just a candy shop where it's mm-hmm. like the walls are just full of candy. Yeah. I think it was at one of those places. Like Phillipsburg or something like that, but in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there were two different kinds. There was like the one like that you're thinking of that's just like a big swirl. Mm-hmm. And then they also had ones that reminded me of like a unicorn horn. It's just like oh, I've seen those a ones. really long, like the stick is really long and then they kind of like wrap the sugar sucker around the stick all the way up. So it's just like a little wand or unicorn horn is what I think it looks like. I've had both of those. I've never heard of the unicorn horn ones. I feel like those ones are better because they like... It's not a gigantic, <laughs> like a uh, round disc that you have to lick. It's yeah. like an actual, like it fits in your mouth. Mm, that's true. Yeah. yeah. It is weird to, because I, I had one as a kid too. And I think I just ended up like breaking off pieces mm-hmm. and like eating it with my hands, which just defeats the purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there, you also run the risk of just like, what if you drop it? True. And then you just like... You've ruined your whole treat. You've ruined... It's got dirt and hair stuck to it. It's gross. Uh, But I've got... In regards to lollipops, I have a... Got a little bit of a distant memory here about uh, lollipops. Lay it on us, Lolly Josh. Uh, I don't remember how old I was, but... um, uh, And I'm trying to remember... It was the kind of lollipop that had the... The bubble gum in it. Do you guys remember that? The oh, blow yeah. pops. Blow pops. It was a blow pop. And I Gross. think I think I had gotten it at school. It was a watermelon flavored one. I feel like that's the only kind they had. Yeah, watermelon. Probably. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, probably. Watermelon was a big flavor for a long time. It really was. Um It's my favorite flavor. Really? Yeah, it was. Oh. Interesting. Oh, and that and it, is? No, I mean, it might still be. I'm not okay. that much of a candy person now, except for eating these. You're always asking for <laughs> Sweet no, treats. No, I'm not. You, you did start this podcast by saying that you ate three suckers today. <laughs> because we just got them yesterday. Uh, but I, uh, oh, what was I, what was I saying? It was a watermelon. It was blow a watermelon. Pop. It was a watermelon blow pop that I think I had gotten at school, and I remember I had gotten to that uh, that that gum center, Ugh. and. There was like a little bit of lollipop left where it's like it's soft and thin enough that you can bite into it and start chewing on the gum. Mm-hmm. And so I did that like I had with blow pops from years past. <laughs> um, and I remember biting into it and then thinking like, oh, yeah, here's like the crunchy lollipop part. Oh, this one part isn't really like crunching away, though. 
And it turns out that this lollipop knocked out one of my fillings. Whoa. And I remember just like, okay, what is in this gum? And I remember pulling it out of my mouth and then just seeing a metal filling in my gum. And I was like, oh, that's probably not good. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I don't remember what I did about it. I think I just threw the gum away and never. Never got your filling. Never got put, my. Put back I had. Did either of you guys have fillings? Oh, yeah. Every kid had fillings, right? I've never had a filling. Uh, there, there's kids. Okay. I feel like there's like 50% of kids had tons of them. And then the other 50% never had any cavities or anything, which I'm extremely jealous of. I'm pretty sure I, if I went to the dentist right now, like I, I think I haven't gone to the dentist in a couple of years, but I used to go like every six months and I was pretty good at brushing my teeth. But if I go right now after not having been there for a couple of years, I might have some cavities and I might have to get some fillings. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, 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 I guess I just had bad teeth when I was a kid because I remember having fillings and I remember you, did you have fillings, Paul? Oh yeah. Did you bite down on foil? Did you ever chew on foil? What? No. Why would I do that? Uh, cause maybe you bit into something and you accidentally bit off some foil or whatever. I've done some Porter. weird things, but I don't think I've ever done that. I, what I, do you I, get into? What happens when you bite down? When you bite on, on foil, foil and you have fillings, your saliva, like, it, it, it makes an electric, it, it completes an electric current in your mouth. Mm. Oh, I have heard that now that you say that. So it feels really bad. Like, it, 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 it it's not like a, like a hurt, hurt. It's a very strong discomfort hmm. where it feels like, uh, there is there's like some low like a low electric feeling in your jaw. Um That doesn't sound fun. It's not fun. Um but I remember there were times like I there there's no way this is a thing and I remember just like ripping off more foil and biting it. Mm-hmm. Just like okay no this is a thing. Uh but even to this day where I have no fillings, I would be too scared to bite down on foil. I know I I at one point uh transition to i think it's porcelain fillings Whoa. so which I, I think that's the norm now i think when we were kids it was metal and now i think it's interesting or yeah yeah i think that's and now it's porcelain because mm. um, i remember as a kid you used to be able to like open your mouth afterwards and see where the filling was but as an adult you couldn't oh yeah. interesting so that's why uh yeah people call me toilet mouth <laughs> <laughs> these days people just take big dumps in there no, it's because of the fillings, Josh. I told you. Oh, okay. It's because he's got such a potty mouth. That's true, too. Um, You know, speaking of nostalgia. Yeah? Uh, <laughs> did you guys see that uh, Daft Punk is done? They quit? I did see that. I saw uh, not an announcement, but I saw a meme. Does <laughs> that count? That counts. <laughs> that is legitimately these days with like a lot of like, I don't know, like not like smaller news stories i feel like i have learned through a about, meme through me i found i found out rush limbaugh died through a meme really also can we talk about that because that was awesome i hated that guy all right go baby. right to hell <laughs> listen as as podcasters we should be respectful <laughs> of someone who pioneered the medium oh god i i did like your tweet <laughs> about raising the flags higher yeah <laughs> uh you want to explain your tweet or or read yeah you want to do your tweet for the people at home that maybe didn't see it? Do your tweet. Okay, here. This is uh, the segment. Paul does his tweet. Well, oh, wait. I got. I can play the little sound from the, the iPhone. Okay. Say, 
Oh, I'm going to do it again. It's time for a new segment. Paul does his tweet. Oh, nice. There we go. What's the tweet, Paul? Okay, so I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to say it um, because I don't remember exactly. Does it it live in your brain rent free? (laughs) Uh, Yes, bitch. Uh, So lots of people, or not lots, there was a few people specifically in Florida, I think, um, where they were trying to get everybody to lower their flags to half mast um, after Rush Limbaugh died, um, which is insanely stupid. But uh, recently I've been for some reason coming up with jokes in the middle of the night and uh, I'll like write them down and um, I've had a couple so far. And one of them was we should raise flags higher on the flagpole now that Rush Limbaugh died. (laughs) I thought that was very funny. (laughs) Thank you. The other one that I came up with in my sleep was, uh, you got to spend money. I didn't get that one. <laughs> it's like you got to spend money to make money, but these days you can't make money. So instead, you got to spend it. You got to spend money. You got to spend it. <laughs> it's a, a real explainer. Yeah I, saw, yeah. I saw that one. I was like, huh. Okay. And then I kept going. I was like, oh, now that's really funny, though. Which I, uh, yeah. No, that's just hilarious. <laughs> oh, but anyway, did you guys listen to Daft Punk? My, uh, uh, not experience, my, like, favorite Daft Punk music was when they did the soundtrack for Tron Legacy, actually. Mm, I I never saw that movie. And I don't know any of those songs. The movie was made so much better by the music. (laughs) I believe that. The, the, The movie itself was fine, but, like, when I rewatch that movie, I'm mostly rewatching it just to, like, it's like a Daft Punk music video, mm. is what I think of it as. Just like a Interstellar five 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 five. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't either. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like that Daft Punk anime where everyone's blue or something. <laughs> what? Mm, no. No. Nuh-uh. Are you thinking of the Smurfs? Because that's called the Smurfs. Uh, I don't yeah, believe the, I'm the thinking blue of people. the Smurfs. Um, I've never seen Tron Legacy either. I've never seen the original Tron. But I, I do think the graphics look very cool. Oh, this actually does look familiar. Oh yeah, this Interstellar five 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 five, which is a, a yeah, mm-hmm. it's a it's a fun. Okay, yeah, you show you've shown me this before. Yeah, it's a bunch of alien blue robot alien things, people. and they're all blue, and it's it's a Daft it's an Punk, anime. and it's very interesting. Yeah. Oh. So Daft Punk played the music for it. Uh, they did the music. They probably had some sort of say in directing the whole thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, we we can, I mean, we, I've got the internet pulled up. We might as well find out here. Interstellar 5555, the... F- five Tory the of five the Tory. Fistum. All, all the five S's system. are fives. Uh, is a 2003 animated film that bridges the musical, science fiction, and anime genres. Anime is not a genre. The film serves as a visual companion to Discovery, the second studio album by Daft Punk. Interstellar 5555 tells a story of the abduction and rescue of an interstellar pop band. The film was produced by Toei Animation, directed by Kazuhisa Takenouchi, and supervised by Leiji Matsumoto. The film has no dialogue and minimal sound effects. Wow. Minimal sound effects? Minimal sound effects. It's, pro- it's uh, all Daft Punk. <laughs> so it's just all music? You guys remember that, uh, that... Like really old YouTube video of that person with like the the fingers doing the harder, better, faster, stronger. No, Mm-mm. you gotta you, pull that up too. I cannot. I cannot believe any of what is actually happening right now. Wow. I mean, I I don't think 
I never really listened to Daft Punk. The the most the, the biggest memory or the most memorable thing for me with Daft Punk is uh when Get Lucky came out. I was very convinced that instead of saying we're up all night to get lucky, I thought they were saying we're up on Mexican love cake. And I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't hear anything else. My parents thought it was uh we're up on Mexican lucky and my mom once asked me uh Katie, do you know what Mexican lucky is? thinking it was like a new like a new nickname for a drug or something. <laughs> <laughs> they're not I have no idea what Mexican lucky is, mom. They're saying they're not saying that though. Uh so there's this video called Daft Hands, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger by what is FR? French? Father? Yeah, I know what this is. Uh when you reference things, I just don't know what you're talking about until I see them because I'm a very visual person. Paul Paul, are you familiar with this? No, but on two videos down, there's the Daft Punk Girls. I remember that. This, so, yeah, so this Daft Punk Girls, which uh, I wonder if people know them more for this or because they were in the Pork and Beans Weezer video. I was just going to say, that's how I know so many internet, like YouTube videos that I didn't watch was just from Pork and Beans. <laughs> uh, because this, this dance comes from this. So it's basically just the dance, but with hands. Then people are like, you know what? I'll do this with my whole body. And then for some reason, I mean, I guess this is, I don't know, should, should they, should these two, should these two girls have been on the Weezer video instead of this, this guy, who knows? This I mean, they are first. girls that are half naked versus yeah, that's someone's true. hands. That's true. But yeah, I don't know. I remember listening to this on the, on the bus for speech and debate. For speech and debate? Yeah. What are you speaking about and debating about? Uh, I was speaking about all sorts of dumb shit. So this was just a general, uh, like, pump up song. Not you weren't listening to this for evidence. No, I was just listening to, like on, on the like on I the bus you were gonna ride. Give there. a speech about it. No, <laughs> no, I, I listened to this on the bus ride. I, I would li- I would be on the bus on going to like I don't know Great Falls or something, and then I'm gonna listen to Daft Punk. Oh, I see. That's why a I said speech I was, and debate like trip. Yeah, that's why I said I was on the bus. I I would, didn't know that speech and debate made trips like a sports team. <laughs> All right, I was All not a right. speech and debate person. Okay, it's okay. I wasn't either. We're pick, we're just picking on you now, Josh. Yeah, I know. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about cool things that only Caitlin and I did. Yeah, like, we, we played cards. Yeah, and <laughs> and also instruments. Yeah, we did play cards and instruments. <laughs> Oh, look at you. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know what Pinochle was. I still don't know how to play Pinochle. Do you know how to play Pinochle? I don't know what Pinochle is. Ah, look at look at you nerds. <laughs> you don't know it either. You just said so. <laughs> well, how about we take a little break and uh, go right into the real meat of this episode, huh? Ooh, let's cook up that meat and eat it. Nom, nom, nom. Yum, yum, yum. Sizzle, sizzle. This is Malcolm. He's a typical run-of-the-mill genius. He has an IQ of 165. Who? Malcolm. What? Where do you think that came from? In an average, ordinary family. No! From the network that brought you The Simpsons. On paper, this was a great idea. Comes Malcolm in the Middle, premiering Sunday at 8.30 on Fox. Malcolm's got a family secret. You just ran away from school? You can't tell anybody. Will he crack under the pressure? Where is he? He came here to see Baby. When did you talk to him? Don't look at her eyes. Don't look at her. This morning. And do we shove a sandwich in the VCR? Oh my God, how'd she do that? An all-new Malcolm at 8.30 Fox Sunday. 
Welcome back to Nostalgia Entertainment System, hosted by Josh and Baby Paul. Oh my goodness! You Benjamin Button. I've I've turned into a baby. This isn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it's everyone's uh, favorite Christmas present, Baby Paul. <laughs> Christmas present. I came yeah. around after Jesus, <laughs> like a bad sequel. <laughs> There wasn't enough budget for miracles. <laughs> All I did was be born into a food trough. Food trough? Oh my goodness. Instead of a manger, which was the food trough of the time, mind you. Was Pigs. it? I guess that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, they put hay in there, right? I, I don't know. I don't really know what a manger is. I'm pretty sure it's like a like what they would put the hay in and then the cows and horses and camels and stuff would eat the hay out of the, are, that Are manger. we looking up manger now too? We're going to look up manger you're probably a long right. open box or trough for horses or cattle to eat from. Oh, Whoa. I thought a manger was like the whole building. Like Jesus was born in a manger, like a like that that building, the oh. like the like little barn. I thought that was the manger, not like the actual trough thing. I like this little bit here. See results about eating. Eating, eating is, is the, the ingestion, ingestion of food. Of food. <laughs> wow. Well, thanks, internet. <clears throat> Thanks. Thanks, Googs. Anyway, we're here to talk about Malcolm in the Middle. Another TV show. It's a it's a twofer for TV shows. Mm-hmm. Which, two excellent shows from, from the era. Two Fox shows. Two Fox shows. Two shows that were syndicated, at least for me, in like the same like time block too. So I would usually watch one right after the other. Um so like I would watch so like these these two shows are very closely in, inter intertwined in my mind. I don't really know the phrase that I am going for here, but no, I think that was right. But I think I think you get the get the idea. Um, if I remember correctly, on our episode uh, with Max, Paul, did you say that you had not seen Malcolm in the Middle, or you had not seen it? No, I I have seen. I haven't seen all of it. Okay. Um, but I would occasionally watch it growing up. Okay, so I, I, I'm familiar with it, but I I wouldn't say I've seen it as much as I've seen King of the Hill or The Simpsons or some of the other shows from mm, there. Okay, uh, Caitlin. Yeah, I've seen all of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Is there is there any reason in particular that you wanted that you chose this over all the other I don't know dumb stuff that we have to to pick from from our list of maybe episodes? No, I mean like it was it was one of the shows like you relate it to like your the time after school or whatever where you would watch King of the Hill and Malcolm in the Middle. We would watch Malcolm in the Middle and The Simpsons. Mm, so nice. and then we for whatever reason we always skipped King of the Hill, either because it, it was like at first I was gonna say King of the Hill felt like not as appropriate. But I don't <laughs> think that's true. At least I don't know. Maybe I just didn't find it as funny. Or like it, it my family didn't find it as we, funny. Yeah. We we I mean we had touched on this when we talked about it on our on our last episode. We're like when we were kids, we were not the target audience for King of the Hill. Yeah, I just didn't get it. Yeah, I don't think a lot and I don't think a lot of kids would have would have gotten it. Uh like I watched it just because it was a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Like this is an animated show and it's in the same time block as all the other animated shows that I'm watching, so I'm just gonna watch it, even though None of I under all the jokes went over my head. Like I didn't even recognize them as jokes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 
Yeah, and I guess with Malcolm in the Middle, too, it was one of the shows that my dad also liked to watch. So there was never really any fighting over, like, I want to watch the news. Like, no, we're going to watch Malcolm in the Middle. It was like he wanted to watch Malcolm in the Middle, too. So it was a very easy show to watch after, or like at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. I, and I it's do- so funny. Everything in it was funny. <laughs> it is a good show. I, I do miss those those kind of shows that were like your parents and you would both want to watch them. Like that is a very like I don't know, it happened somewhat rarely, I feel like, for for me and my family. Um like there were shows that they would be watching and I would like sit there and be like, Well, I guess I'm watching this too, but it wasn't something I would be upset like if I missed. But um I think for us that was like uh when the office was airing originally, like everybody in my family would like all right, we're going to sit down the TV and watch The Office. We never watched The Office. I never. I also never watched The Office really when it was airing. It was a good so, time. I don't know. I watched, uh, so Malcolm in the Middle was one series that I did end up watching like as it was airing. I wa- I've watched the whole thing as it was airing. So I remember when um, they uh, were announcing that they were having another kid and that was like a big thing when they were going to have Jamie and like it was revealed that the kid's name was Jamie because everyone was wondering if it would be a boy or a girl and then they announced the name was Jamie and people were like, ah, <laughs> oh, dang it. We don't know if it's a boy or a girl because Jamie could be both a boy and a girl's name. In, that's really funny that you mentioned that because in the episode I was watching today, I watched the season five premiere, which is, it must have been like the first episode with the baby um, like where he wasn't just being born mm-hmm. and like for the, for, for the cold open, they had just like a bunch of jokes where Hal is changing the baby. And then um, Lois is like, Oh, my mom sent a football and uh, like a ballerina skirt because <laughs> um, she didn't know the gender. And he was like, well, Oh, well. And then she's like, yeah, I'll just get rid of this one. And it doesn't show what she's like looking at. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, there's just like a bunch more like jokes like that, but it's yeah. really funny. Yeah. That was a fun, uh, that was some like fun play in the actual episodes when it was airing, still not knowing whether it was a boy or a girl. Yeah. I don't, Hmm. I think I only ever watched it while it was being like syndicated and when it was just like reruns would just be airing on Fox like at like 5 p.m. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's really the only, I don't, I don't remember what its original run or like when it stopped, when, like when it, when new episode started, stopped coming out. Jesus Christ. That was so difficult to say. I think it finished like in 2006 or 2007. Okay. Hmm. I was surprised yeah. to see that there was only six seasons of it. It feels like so much more of like an institution that I thought it would have had like nine seasons. Yeah, I think, that. and I, I, I watched, uh, I watched a, pretty good video essay about Malcolm in the middle. Um, and I think part of the reason why it just feels like that is because the first few seasons like really started out with a bang, mm-hmm. but, uh, season over season viewership, unlike most shows where like you usually will see them in like an increase, especially for shows where you just think like, and remember like, wow, this is a really good show or it is a really good show where the viewer numbers just keep going up season after season. Uh, Malcolm in the middle only went down. So like season mm-hmm. one had the most like viewers per or like had the most viewers. And then by the time they got to like season seven or whatever, it was a third of what they originally had. I will say that I I remember the earlier seasons better and I feel like I have watched those. I feel like that was when I was consistently watching 
And it wasn't like I had stopped liking the show. It was kind of just like, oh, Malcolm in the Middle is on. I really like that show. I'm going to watch it sort of a thing. The tone, the tone of the show changed like at season four, I feel like. Like what, whatever there was uh, like whenever Malcolm turned a certain age and his personality changed is I think when I was like, I don't really like this show as much, but I'm still going to watch it. Hmm. What about his personality do you think changed? Uh, he just kind of turned into a jerk. Like I, I, I for a while I was like I I like could empathize with Malcolm for just like I don't know, I got I was like the smart kid and I got put into like these weird groups with other smart kids and I was like all right, this is feels weird. And then at some point I'm just like I don't really relate to Malcolm anymore because he's just complaining about a bunch of things. Yeah, I always equated him like to being like a big complainer. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he was always a complainer. Yeah, I don't know. There, there, there was just something about like Malcolm changing. It was like, this show isn't what it used to be. Hmm. I never um, really got but, that. I did hmm. like, but I also never really liked Malcolm as a character. Like I, my favorite characters were Dewey and Hal. They, they Dewey were like and Hal Dewey and Hal made, are the best characters in the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. They made the show because mm-hmm. Dewey was just. And I always felt like Dewey never aged. He always stayed the same character, and he always looked like this little boy. And he was always doing this random crap away from the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was hilarious. The thing that's cool though is that he and he eventually like kind of did become like his own really interesting character, like towards the end of the series, like around the time that he, around like what he would have been probably like Reese's age at the beginning of the series. But like, I do remember, I can't think of any specific examples, but I always, always remember when I would watch episodes and then Dewey would always come in with just like a very like poignant, like line. I was like, wow, that's like very introspective mm-hmm. for like a 14 year old kid or whatever. And I, I always loved like that perspective that Dewey provides like he's able to look at like the situation like from the outside like this is kind of weird and stupid and dumb Mm -hmm. what we're all doing right now he felt like the wise one Mm -hmm. if like Malcolm was the smart one and Reese was the stupid one Mm -hmm. Dewey Dewey was the wise one there is a uh, one of the scenes that I remember the most in Malcolm in the middle I think was a cold open um, which I always thought it was cool that all of their episodes had cold opens where it's just like nothing related to the rest of the episode. It's just mm-hmm. that they do something weird at the beginning of the show. Um, but the one I remember the most is uh, Lois is shaving Hal in the kitchen <laughs> and he's like naked just reading a newspaper. And that just, that always stuck in my mind and was so funny I think especially for me, because my dad would do the same thing, <laughs> Really, <laughs> not naked. He would have his underwear on, but my mom would shave his back <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> I was oh, like, really whoa, funny. this is just like real life. Huh? Dad, that's what you do. <laughs> Hal was naked really in the kitchen guy. a lot. Yeah, I, 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 I love Hal is always naked or like has his underwear on running around. Because I remember that cold open where he's making pancakes for everyone. And then everyone's like, oh, these pancakes are great. Thanks, Dad. But then everyone like pulls a hair out of their mouth (laughs) and then places it on a plate in the middle because he's scratching his back (laughs) with like the spatula, (laughs) which uh, that that's like a cold open that I always like. "Mm -hmm." I don't know if either of you uh, watched Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. But when Breaking Bad was coming out, there were memes of Hal in his underwear. And then there's a scene where... uh, 
crap, I forgot his name. What's his name? Brian Cranston? Yeah. What's uh, his name? in Walter uh, White? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Walter. There's There's a scene in Breaking Bad where Walter is also in his underwear and they people were just like making jokes like he's just playing the same character <laughs> <laughs> there was a um like they for like the last season i think it was of breaking bad they had like an easter egg on the dvd um where it played an alternate ending um of the series where instead of whatever happens at the end of breaking bad um i don't want to spoil it in case somebody hasn't seen it and is going to watch it i don't know i haven't seen it well, I told you about it though one time. I know. Yeah. Uh, you are also not interested in Breaking no, Bad. No, uh, great show. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. But uh, the alternate ending um, they filmed, um, how or they filmed Brian Cranston waking up in a bed with Lois, um, and it turns out the whole Breaking Bad thing was just like a bad dream that Hal was having, <laughs> which was like a pretty funny little little nod to that to those memes and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I like that. I, I do like the idea that Breaking Bad does take place after Malcolm in the Middle. Mm-hmm. Or something like that, because um, when because we we had watched an episode, we had watched a season two episode, episode one, mm-hmm. and they look like they are in the same geographic area as uh, Breaking Bad. Like yeah. they were just in the American Southwest desert. I don't I, remember I if they ever mention where they live in. I don't. I don't Malcolm know. In the middle, but it kind of from where they were filming, it looked like Arizona, which is where, no, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Which is where um, Breaking Bad. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I. I. Don't know. I. 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 I like that. That fan theory. It's. It's. It's a fun one. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. Um. Also, Brian Cranston, great actor. Like, damn. Mm-hmm. I think that's also part of why, like, Hal is a really good. Like, Hal had a lot of range. Mm-hmm. Like, Hal did. Hal had. Hal had everything. True. I I was just like I read the Wikipedia article for Malcolm in the Middle like just the intro mm-hmm. um just as like a little refresher before I started watching an episode and one of my favorite things was that it described Hal as um frequently horny like that was just like <laughs> one of his characterizations was he was uh, or maybe it was often horny or something like that and <laughs> apparently there's an episode where he mentions that he has sex 14 times every 2 weeks or something like that I vaguely <laughs> remember that line uh which is <laughs> yeah, Hal, Hal's a really like a lot of the episodes that stick out in my mind are almost all Hal related or like in, in some way. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the one where he takes up uh, like figurative yeah, rollerblading, rollerblading. and like then the one where he gets into thing. speed walking. Uh huh. Both of those. Those are two of the things that I remember too. Mm-hmm. It's something about them is so memorable. I I still think about that speed walking episode whenever I'm walking fast. Mm-hmm. It's like I can't. My feet. Bo- one foot has to be on the ground at all times, or else I'm not walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He. Uh, the thing I remember the most about that episode is he ends up wearing. He gets like the walking suit. And like the walking helmet. And I think mm. they're like bright red. Mm-hmm. They're like shiny bright red. And then the the helmet is like. It's like a cycling helmet. Yeah. It, or And it looks like. Uh, uh, what do they call the aliens in Alien? Xenomorph. xenomorph. Yeah. It looks like a xenomorph. <laughs> it's pretty good. That's definitely one of the uh, episodes that I remember the most. Yeah. That's super iconic. Like and I. That's definitely one that I even think of. And I've. I've hardly seen the show. Which is. I still to me that's very surprising I think it's mostly because of the time that it aired because mm. I remember for the longest time Helena didn't have a Fox station until I was in middle school and then in middle school um, we would usually eat dinner between like five and six or I don't know 
um, for for whatever reason, I I wasn't watching TV at five, like when it would be when yeah. it would be airing exactly. So and I think it aired at five thirty, and I ne- I didn't catch it enough to really like care to get to it at that point. Yeah, um, the way I did for The Simpsons, so I would often catch the end of Malcolm in the Middle. So the theme song to me is very nostalgic and just makes me excited to watch The Simpsons, weirdly. <laughs> um, but it is a killer theme song, too. It is. Oh, I learned opening. yesterday that it's by They Might Be Giants. Mm-hmm. I did hmm. not know. Like I don't I don't even know if... Was, is that in the credits? Yeah, it is. Wow. Okay, I guess I just... See, the credits I'm familiar with. At that, <laughs> yeah. I mean, at, at that age, I would not have... I, I would read the credits and I wouldn't know who they might be giants would have been anyway. Mm. Uh, but I just, yeah, I just learned that they, they did that theme song. And they also did, uh, they did a music video for that song, like a full version with the cast of Malcolm in the middle. Oh really? Yeah. It's on oh. YouTube. It's really funny. Hmm. I want to watch it. Do they put like in the, uh, anime bits too? The, the music video is completely like original footage that mm. they filmed just for that video. Um, which is like, it's, it's, it's Malcolm Reese and Dewey, uh, playing with a bunch or, or the whole family, I guess, kind of like playing with like these toys or whatever. And the band has shrunk down and oh. then they get caught up in like them kicking these toys around and spraying the hose all over the yard. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's what the video is. Um, a real honey. We shrunk the kids. A ver- yeah. Situation. Yeah, truly. Um, yeah. but, I did watch a video that explained what all of those like TV bits were um, in the in the intro. Uh, I do not remember what the anime was, <laughs> um, but they did mention it in that video, which I'll put in like the episode description or something. Yeah, I always wondered if those were bits. I mean, I guess they would have to be just like clips from media that already existed, like anime and movies that already existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I saw a couple of them today when I was looking through the IMDb trivia. And yeah, like some of them were like from a 1960s movie called like One Million BC yep. with Raquel Welch. And uh, there's another one that's like the brain, the evil brain attack. I don't remember. Yeah, from that, the 50s. Because I, I think that, that one I, I think is the one where like you see some sort of thing clamped together from the bottom right before you see Dewey like taped to a door. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think I think mm-hmm. that's what the brain is. That sounds about right. So did either of you know that currently Frankie Muniz, who played Malcolm in the Middle, does not remember that he played Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah. I, I saw that. I, I think I had known that when it happened, but then I was reminded today because he, he had like small strokes, right? To... Yeah, he had like a couple mini strokes. Oh, I thought it was because he got in a racing car accident. No, that would make sense, though, because he was also really into racing. But no, he had too many strokes. And so he like forgot that he even was in Malcolm in the Middle, which would be so weird. That would be so mm-hmm. strange to like not remember. Like, I wonder what he thinks of it. You yeah. Because like that's that that's a very unique position to be put in where it's like you spend so much time like being in this TV show and all of a sudden like you have no memory of it. I wonder, like, I wonder if he liked it at the time, if he doesn't like it now or if it's the other way around. Like. I wonder if he's done an interview about that. Like, have you watched Malcolm in the Middle? Do you like it? I mean, I, I, oh, you go for it. I haven't seen that much information about him ever really talking about it. Like, the the only things that I could find about him talking about his memory loss are like, uh, like half page articles. 
I'm sure he doesn't want to talk about it yeah. either. I mean, he's so I don't. We we might not know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I looked. I I was very curious. Maybe like a month or two ago, like what what's Frankie Muniz is up to, and I think he like has a wine company now with his wife or something. He owns an olive oil olive oil. Mm. That's what it is store or something. Just like Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Popeye. Um, uh, like a year and a half ago or two years ago, um, I was up in Polson and I went to this little bar there that I would go to every once in a while up in the summer. And one night I was eating there with a couple of friends and Frankie Munez came in and sat behind us at a different table. Oh, shoot. Was he by himself? No, he was with one other person. Uh, but I, I like... Looked at him and I was like, I think that's Frankie Munez. And then I like went on to Twitter and I saw he had tweeted like, woke up in Montana today. Like <laughs> some like generic, like celebrity, like Montana platitude. And so I'm pretty sure it was him. Wow. Whoa. I did not approach him or anything because I think I at that point was aware of the memory loss thing. And also I was like, he probably doesn't want to be bothered. Yeah, that's true. And also I, I know of him, but... I have no real reason that he would, he didn't inspire me or anything. I just think he did a good job in some stuff. I wonder you if loved- he forgot that he was a star. I don't like, know. He just, he just like after the stroke, people tell him, Hey, you're, you're famous. <laughs> like, Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> wow. That's great. <laughs> like people don't even, he doesn't even know why people recognize him. I mean, he does now, but like at that time he wouldn't even know why mm-hmm. people would recognize him. I wonder like what the cutoff for that was. Cause I wonder if like, would he have, would he have done agent Cody banks by that he, time? According to the article I read, he didn't even remember that he read or that he was in movies. Oh, wow. That is, I mean, good. I think he, he also made like a ton of money and bought like his own private Island. Right. So he's probably, he's doing he, fine. He I'm definitely sure. had, uh, from what I remember, he had like the, he lost his memory, but he didn't lose his money. <laughs> He he had like child star like fuck you money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean he he was in everything for a little while. Like yeah, my dog Skip, like a bunch of Disney original channel movies, um, Malcolm in the Middle, Agent Cody Banks, uh, Big Fat Liar. Oh, I forgot he was in that. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. Yeah, because I I remember there was a time where it's like no one like okay we get it Frankie Muniz you have a lot of money you're buying cars and you're racing cars and you're doing all this dumb shit we get it. I remember there was like a weird blip in time where there was like a lot of hubbub about what Frankie Muniz was up to. Mm-hmm. And I think at that point he probably hasn't, hadn't been in anything for a while. Um, but that's like the most recent memory that I have, like seeing him on TV or anything about him on TV, mm-hmm. which is really interesting that like a lot of that cast hasn't done much, even though they were all really good. Yeah. Yeah. I can remember looking up like, if they were in anything. And I feel like the only person I ever see in something is hell. Brian mm-hmm. Cranston. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I don't think, uh, what was, was Eric per Sullivan Dewey? I think that's, I think that's who he is. I only know Hal's real name and Malcolm's real name. <laughs> I think Eric per Sullivan played Dewey. Uh, Jane, I don't, I can't say her last name. Cat, Kaxmarek. Casper. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I know. She, she was Lois. Something Masterson was Francis. Danny Masterson. Is that no? Dan, I thought Danny Masterson was in Is he the 70s, 70s show? show. But they're related. They're brothers. Yeah. Oh, oh Danny Masterson. Yeah. That guy. That's yeah. cool. Which, when uh, in the later seasons, when Francis is older, like you can kind of see, like, oh, yeah, he kind of looks like Hyde. Hmm. 
like I don't think I don't think he's really yeah he doesn't I don't think he's really done much but like even a lot of the uh, supporting cast I thought was really good and I don't think they've done much like whoever played Craig I liked Craig as I I, I thought Craig was really fun yeah I, I don't even remember Craig I don't think I know who that Craig is Craig was Lois's coworker at the Lucky Mart or mm. whatever Lucky Aid Lucky something yeah I think it's Lucky Aid Lucky Aid something like that I thought he was a really fun character. Uh, Stevie, I also really liked. Stevie's dad was good. I forget mm-hmm. Stevie's dad's name. Uh, Stevie, yeah, Stevie and his parents were were awesome. Oh, there was one other, like one off character that was like one of Malcolm's love interests or whatever that I le- later learned was in something else. Yeah, uh, <gasps> Hayden Penetary, I think. Oh, what? oh, it wasn't her. But I didn't know she was a Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, I think so. Wow. I mostly know her from Heroes. Yeah. You guys remember Heroes? Yeah. I never watched Heroes. It was good for two seasons. Yeah, the last season especially was not good. (laughs) Yep. That's what a writer's strike will do. Uh There There was someone else. I even feel like I mentioned it on this podcast, but I don't remember who it was. Oh, who was his love interest? Yeah. I feel like I mentioned it in some other episode or somewhere else. I'm like, oh, yeah, this person was a Malcolm in the Middle. They looked. Very much the same, but younger. Any uh, any like real standout episode? Any other standout episodes? Because or like or like just bits in general. Because and it's it's a shame that there really is never really a full song, but the uh, the bit where it's Francis and he's he's at uh, is it West Point? Is that where he's at? It's either West Point or like some West some, Point parody. Yeah, yeah, some like military um, school. But it's the one where uh, they all sing. Candyman or whatever that song oh, is. Yeah. I love that bit. And I want there to be a full song so bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, a lot of like the the characters and like whatever Francis was up, like those like B-plot bits, I always thought were like really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they did a really good job of like not just putting it, like even the filler was funny. Mm-hmm. It was, re- it, it would have been really easy for them to like, I guess in general, just not even include Francis as a character. Like he didn't have to be in the show because mm-hmm. it seems really disjointed for him to even be in the show. You know, like here's here's the son that doesn't live at home. Yeah. You know, like he he has he doesn't live at home for the entire series. Yeah. Oh, I forgot so, that they do like when once he leaves school, he has this this whole other plot of him at that ranch. Yeah, he gets hired at a German couple. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those are great bits. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got nothing to do with the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, the West Point bits were always really funny. Oh, and then there's like, his, like, leader who's, or, like, the commander who's got an eye patch and a hook hand. He's got right? a hook hand. <laughs> Which, that's just, like, that show is pretty much grounded, I feel like, for the most part. And then that guy is just totally a cartoon. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that that is, that is really funny. Because in the episode that we watched... Francis got into an argument whether or not he could eat 100 peeps. Uh, like, that was a whole bit like him and some other like, military guy was like, no, there's no way you can eat 100 of these because they'll expand in your stomach. And he was like, no, they'll dissolve in your stomach. So they they just got into a thing where it's like, all right, I'm going to eat 100 of these. And then he starts eating them and he gets to like 62 and everyone's cheering him on and they're like, 63, 64, 63, 62, 63. Which is, that's so funny. I feel like they're, as I rewatch some of the episodes recently, there's I'm just like laughing throughout the episode at a bunch of random things. 
who are the writers do you know have they written anything else on any other shows uh i I didn't didn't look it up i didn't see it either i didn't malcolm in the middle is also one of those weird shows where i feel like because a lot of other shows that we've talked about like the producers the directors the writers are all really well known and i feel like malcolm in the middle is pretty stand out in that there's there's not a lot of notoriety among the like writing staff Hmm. writers uh Linwood Boomer, Maggie Bander, Dan Kopelman, Alex Reed, Michael Glaberman, uh, Andrew Bobrow, Andrew Ornstein or Ornstein, Gary Murphy, and Neil Thompson. I've never heard. Yeah, of I any haven't of heard. I people. haven't heard of any of them. I wouldn't be surprised if they. One of them is from Canada, so that makes sense. I don't, from what I'm seeing now, I don't see anybody else who really did anything else of note. Hmm. Somebody That's a shame because if I knew of any other show that any of those writers were on, I would probably start watching it. Yeah, the thing that and, and, and I mean, we we had only watched one episode, or I guess I had only watched one episode as like uh, as a refresher mm-hmm. um, for the series. And the thing that kind of surprised me, especially in contrast to King of the Hill and to The Simpsons, and I don't know how much of this is just like my taste in humor and comedy now, but I feel like there weren't a lot of like really quick, snappy, punchy jokes. Like if, 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 if you could equate like King of the Hill to like, it's, it's pretty like, it's pretty low until you get to like those really high highs. And then it just dips right back down into just like (laughs) normal writing. Mm -hmm. Malcolm in the middle is like an elevated flat line. Yeah. Where it's like, it's very consistent as far as like funny situations and funny writing all the way through with like, here's some funny quips and that kind of thing. But there's no just like, bam, 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 funny jokes. That's mm-hmm. like one after the other. Yeah. But that's really only evidenced by the one episode that I watched and from what I can really remember. And part of that maybe is just like the format that it's also like filmed in and written in where it doesn't necessarily like lend itself to that kind of thing. Because it's like it's a very, in a way, it's kind of like a very documentarian kind of way of like viewing this family. Yeah. Where it wouldn't necessarily make sense to have those kind of jokes written in it's more like it's more just like observing what they do in these situations rather than them like really I don't know I don't don't really know how to describe it because I'm not a writer but Mm -hmm. I think as the show goes on it like it seems like they meant for it to be a show about the middle child where it just focuses on Malcolm but then as this show progressed like you have way less of Malcolm talking to the camera you have a lot more of just like looking at what each member of the family is doing in their little escapades and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so it makes it easy to just be like you don't necessarily need to have like a plot line Mm -hmm. happening here you can just show funny stuff that people are doing Mm -hmm. oh yeah definitely because there's like the way that the show is like written and framed does lend itself towards like more funny situations. Like there's this, there's an episode where Dewey brings home a friend and then they like dump soapy water all over the kitchen. Like you just see Dewey just like dumping water on the floor. It's a, it's just like pretty funny. I don't remember. Um, there's also like all the scenes of when Reese is older and he starts cooking like all of the stuff he does in the kitchen, mm-hmm. um, it, it, it lends itself, I think, more towards like visual humor mm-hmm. than it does like write, writing humor. <laughs> I don't know. How to, I don't word, know. Like I don't know. Wordplay or wordplay. Like word, yeah. Word humor. Yeah. Or like or like dialogue or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or references. Um, mm-hmm. Like 
going back to Francis at the dude ranch, when everyone, when they all go visit him and then, uh, they all like, like Malcolm Reese and do we all want to like, just hang out with him? Like, Hey, let's hang out. Like we did when we were younger. Um, it's like, no, I can't. I'm like, I'm an adult now. I have responsibilities. I have to take care of things at this ranch. Um, I cannot blow up this giant pile of fireworks with you. And then it just cuts to him already holding out like a lighter, lighting the fuse. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's like super funny. And then even funnier is when it blows up. And I never understood this as a kid, but it just crossfades into them in that same spot during the day. And then it crossfades (laughs) back into them at night. I never, like, I think I watched that episode a couple years ago. And as a kid, I remember thinking like, wow, how did they get this? How did they get the night that bright? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's so crazy that they got that many lights. And then watching now, it's like, oh, they just filmed there during the day and then cut to it. I feel like that makes it even funnier knowing (laughs) that just like they, like, yeah, it's so bright that it's day out. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good, that's a solid bit. Uh One of the things that I have come to appreciate about this show, um, maybe even I'm just thinking about it now, but like the their house is like so like not like dirty, but it's like cluttered. It's lived in. Yeah. It's a very lived in house. It reminds me so much of the house I grew up in. Um, just because like, you know, they're not like super wealthy and like it doesn't look like a static set. Like it looks like, oh, people actually like live here. And so, yeah, there's like laundry everywhere and there's like dishes and stuff and like newspapers. There's a huge pile of that there that nobody's doing anything with. And like older furniture and like their couch is yeah. kind of torn up. Things are and, mismatched. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah, it's and, and the, the video essay that I watched kind of touched on this a little bit and how that was. That was kind of like Malcolm in the Middle was kind of like a turning point for sitcoms where sitcoms prior to Malcolm in the Middle were multi-camera sitcoms with like manufactured spaces, like like the Friends apartment where it's like studio audience, three walls, no ceiling. Mm-hmm. And Malcolm in the Middle was filmed in a house. Yeah. You know, it's like you have a real physical space that exists that they, and it really helps to sell like what Paul was talking about, like this is a space that this family has lived in and has just like thrown shit around and has broken stuff in, which I thought, yeah, I, I definitely like it. It is, it's nice to see that kind of like shift. Mm-hmm. And I guess that I, the way that they described it was like Malcolm in the middle was like the start of a new trend in comedies where it is from like single camera perspective in like real areas so like arrested development or always sunny and that kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah where it moved away from multi-camera thing to like a more cinematic because there's a lot of like really like really well done shots that you wouldn't think of for like a comedy at that time like like the the scene when hal is just like rollerblading by himself at night Mm -hmm. like that's a really like well filmed scene Mm -hmm. another thing similar to like just the house being lived in i really appreciated their van that they drive around in Mm -hmm. because it's shitty we had a very similar van growing up it was it didn't have like the the one like wood panel that kind of goes around theirs i think Mm -hmm. um ours was just straight up periwinkle but uh yeah it was the exact same like dodge i don't remember what caravan is that's what it's called i don't remember something like that maybe it's a I don't remember, but I think uh, it was a Chrysler. Was it? Uh-huh. Cause we had the same van. Only ours was red. Oh, maybe it was a Chrysler. I don't, I it obviously had, did don't it know. have like the star or like the hexagon star looking. 
It did. Logo. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that was Chrysler. Oh wow. I thought I I thought it was Dodge for some reason, but you're probably right. I come from Michigan. That's where they make the cars. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make no cars up here, only horses. Um, but yeah, we had that same van with a huge, heavy sliding door that you really had to slam to get it to shut. Oh, I, I slammed my leg in that a few oh, times. No. It hurt. Ouch. It I did my sucked. finger a couple of times, but never my leg. Yeah, my finger seems worse. It wasn't fun. <laughs> I don't think either one is fun. Shutting your any appendage in a car door. Yeah, it's fucking heavy, but also very roomy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very comfortable. Many trips all the way from Michigan to Florida in that van. Whoa. Wow. How, how many hours is that? 21. Dang. Wow. At least. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Michigan's always farther Good east time. than I think it is. Is it? To me it is. In my head, Michigan is like where Minnesota is. Mm. Like where it actually is. Like, I, like I'm not saying that I in my head those two states are flipped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like where Minnesota is on the map is where I always imagine Michigan is. Mm-hmm. And then I look at a map and it's like, oh. No, it's 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 so much farther east than I think it is. It's far enough east that some people are not sure if it's a part of New England or if it's a part of the Midwest. New England? What? Yeah. I feel like they were just talking about this on a different podcast I was listening to. I I would... I Was that Doughboys they were talking about about it? I don't know. I would not consider Michigan to be New England. For the record, it is a part of the Midwest. That's what I would think. It's right above Ohio. You wouldn't consider Ohio to be... New England. Yeah, I guess. But maybe it's a similar thing where like people think that Michigan is farther east than it is. I guess. Probably. I don't know. I don't know either. I do know, but I'm not going to tell you guys. God, <laughs> you always do this. Mm-hmm. I'm withholding. Every time. Man. Sorry. Uh, oh, well. I don't really have that much else to really really say about Malcolm in the Middle. I don't know. I like I, I enjoyed the show and I watched it, but there's, there's something about watching it now where... I, I, I definitely, it, again, unlike, unlike King of the Hill and maybe other shows as well, don't like it more now that I'm older. Oh, I see. I like it more now that I'm older. Mm. I, I found it, I find it funnier and it might just because, be because it's more my humor now, mm. or maybe it's also just like the nostalgia that's adding to the humor, but I enjoy it now more than I did before. Like, I don't want to just go binge watch a bunch of Malcolm in the Middle episodes but when i watch them now i'm like consistently laughing out loud i would say i i enjoyed it at about the same level which was i love i like to see it when it's on but i I also probably won't seek it out um to watch i mean i'll I'll watch it every now and again um especially if somebody else really wants to watch it i wouldn't be like no don't turn that on but yeah it's never a thing i've i've been motivated myself to watch all the way through Hmm. i think my main thing to say would be if you haven't seen it you're missing out and you should watch a couple episodes because they're pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, and again, it's just, um, my, it's, it's always so skewed for me because my primary TV watching habits were like coming home from school, turning on PBS kids and then turning on like the Fox and ABC, like syndicated two hour block or whatever. You know, so it's it's I go home and I wa- I'll, I'll watch Arthur, I'll watch Cyber Chase, I'll watch Zoom and then I'll watch Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune and then I'll watch uh, King of the Hill and Malcolm in the Middle and The Simpsons. Wow, that's a lot of slots. It's a lot of TV slots you shoved in there. I mean, at some at some point it like shifted So because I, I think Jeopardy aired at the same time or whatever. Oh, well, so you're doing the the last channel button thing where you flip. Oh, yeah. Off. I'm always flipping channels. You know, it's like, all right, cool. Commercial. commercial go to the next. Flip go to back, the last watch channel. Jeopardy for a little bit. All right. 
and Simpsons is back on. Mm-hmm. Um, or h- however, however, like those things were were divided. But I think that Malcolm in the Middle is like it's a pillar of two thousands TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think uh, I think a lot of people would agree. Yeah, and it deserve it. It deserves your viewership. Yeah, turn off this podcast and go watch Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> yeah, do that. But let it keep playing on your phone. <laughs> So that we get that bump. Where did listen. we watch it earlier? Was it on? Did we watch it on Hulu? Hulu? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's on Hulu currently. Oh, there were so many commercials when we watched it on Hulu. Stupid. It's we pretty, don't have the Hulu premium. Dude, account. you got to get Hulu premium. Nah. Uh, no I, don't ads, watch enough baby. Stuff, I don't watch enough stuff on Hulu. I've been watching uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Hulu still. And it's great. I'm almost done with it, though. Just realized that. Is that show done? It's going to be. They're going to air their, they're going to do their last season in the next oh, little bit. Wow. Mm-hmm. That that show honestly ran a little longer than I thought it would. It's I think it's really good. It definitely, I don't think it's the best show I've ever seen, but it's got a lot of solid things that I, I get, it gives some laughs out of me. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess, is there any other final thoughts on Malcolm in the Middle before we wrap up the episode? Since I think we're, I think we're pretty much done. What is Dewey doing now? I don't, let's find out. I'm going to look up Eric Persullivan. Yeah. What is he doing now? Because like the the actor that played Reese like disappeared off of the earth. <laughs> like I think for uh, it was maybe like a meme or something where it's just like people just kind of thought like he legitimately disappeared. Yeah, I mean it, it. It must be weird to be like a a child star, you know, or even like a teen star, and be like, this isn't even really what I would like to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna go get a normal job. And then you probably always have people be like, you look like somebody I know. And then they're like, oh, I don't know who. And then some coworker finds out and then they have to get a new job. That's my <laughs> whole, whole imagined <laughs> situation for this. Uh, boy, this really puts things into perspective. How old do you think Dewey is now? Almost 30? 30? Yeah, he's 29. Okay, I was going to say, because I feel like he was about my age. Wow. When it first started airing. What is he? I want to know what he looks like now. Cause he he, he did always have same. that yeah that like baby face. <laughs> he's just a he's just a big kid. His his last role was in 2010 in the movie Twelve, which is a 2010 American French action drama teen film directed Whoa, by Joel Schumacher. <laughs> wow! But he has uh, a new credit for 2021 as the Coming voice back. of Evan. In Evan, the Fat Elk Show 3D. Hell yeah. The uh, Fat Elk Show 3D. Yep. Uh, that page had not has not been created yet, so there's no information on what that is. <laughs> that has to be like a hunting video game. That's mm-hmm. what that sounds like. Uh, I wonder if IMDB has any... Nope. <laughs> well, who knows? That's, uh, that's, what, that's what Dewey's been up to. Not a lot. Hmm. Which that's, honestly probably good for him. That's fine, Dewey. He He's probably, probably got, got a good amount money. of money. Yeah, I think that's probably still syndicated. He's probably still making money, right? I don't really know how all that works, but I think you get like residuals from from reruns, right? Yeah, I don't know how that works either. Something like probably I'm, depending I'm on sure. your contract. Well, yeah, I guess uh, is that it? Should we end the show with a prayer? If you will lead us. No, I won't. Okay, then no, we won't end the show with a prayer. Okay, we'll we'll end it with plugs. Great. Caitlin, is there anything you would like to plug? Uh, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Paul, sorry. Um, nope. I give I I give nothing to plug. Okay. 
Uh, we're so boring. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram. Hush, hush, salami is my Instagram handle. Hush, hush, hush salami. Hush, salami. Hush, salami. Uh, regular show plugs. Uh, you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at nes underscore pod. Uh, you can also send us an email, nostalgicismpodcast at gmail.com, and send us your thoughts about Malcolm in the Middle or whatever else you got. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash nostalgicismpodcast. I've been streaming on there. Uh, not, yeah, I've been, uh, not, yeah, I've been streaming on there. I've been <laughs> playing games. You can also go to patreon.com slash nostalgia entertainment system and support the show there. We are going to start uploading more uh, bonus content to the Patreon. So if you're interested in hearing more of this, uh, you can go there and do that. Uh, lastly, thank you to Moonraker Music for composing our theme song, Scanlines. You can find them on the internet at Moonraker or at Moonraker Music. That's Moon, R-A-Y-K-E-R. Paul, you know what we're talking about next week? I actually do. What is it? We're talking about the old N64 console. That's true. We'll so see you then. So old. So old. So old. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.